from the Mercy One Studio. John Leonetti in the Morning is underwritten by Golden Rule Heating and Cooling, Bell Construction, Five Sons Naturescapes, and Blessman International. Welcome in, everyone. John Leonetti in the morning here on Iowa Catholic Radio, 1150 AM, 88.5 FM, and 94.5 FM. Streaming online, iowacatholicradio.com, and everywhere you are on the free Iowa Catholic Radio app. Thanks so much for joining me. We made it to a Friday, February 7th. A little dusting out there this morning, so drive careful. Father Andrew Winchittle in the house, our Iowa Catholic Radio spiritual advisor. Good morning, Father. Morning. We've got Julia... Dazelski coming up at 7.15 today. She's the Assistant Director for Marriage and Family Life lady and Lady for the USCCB, uh, the United States Conference of Catholic Bishops. It's National Marriage Week coming up. Uh, it's really kind of starting today, uh, so they do seven full days of it, so uh, all the way until next Friday. But uh, National Marriage Week, we're going to talk about the Bishop's Initiative and uh, the theme, uh, background of it all, with Julia at 7.15 today. Gary Zimak coming up at about 7.45, author of several books, including A Warrior's Guide to the Bible, from Fear to Faith, and uh, one of his most popular books of all time, Give Up Worry for Lent. We're going to talk about uh, Give Up Worry for Lent this uh, show. And, you know, Lent's just right around the corner, coming up here very, very soon. And uh, this might be, if you don't do anything, uh, for Lent, or you haven't done anything for Lent for a long time, this might be the place to start uh, with this book. So we'll give you all the details of it and why this book can really help you have one of the better Lents you've ever had. I guarantee it. It's a phenomenal book, and Gary just does a great job. All right, uh, let's see. Mark Amadeo, News and Sports, weather straight from the desk of Channel 13 meteorologist Megan Selwa, and your saying of the day. And that will bring us all the way to the 8 o'clock hour. Deacon Tony Valdez, let's offer our day to Almighty God. God, our Father, we offer you our day. We offer you all our thoughts, words, joys, and sufferings in union with the heart of Jesus. Holy Spirit, be our guide and strength today so that we may witness to your love. Mary, Mother of Jesus and the Church, pray for us. Amen. Amen. Mark Amadeo, News and Sports. News and Sports with Mark Amadeo. A little dusting out there. Yeah, well, how are the conditions? Uh, both Father, uh, good morning, Father, and John. You both drove in. Uh, what was it like? No, well, just you know, you just got to take it careful. It's nothing crazy out there, but everyone's you know decreased speed by far. Mm-hmm. You get on the interstate, Father. Okay. Yeah, mainly just messy. Yeah, yeah, they're still trying to clean it up out there. So take it slow. Not a whole lot to clean up. It's less than an inch, just enough to cover up the refreeze from every every morning that we have and. Now we have a little dusting of snow, visibility is reduced in the rural areas, and uh, so everybody's got to be careful, take extra time, so good to hear that. Get ready for your big weekend, John, yep. traveling out east to Boston. Yeah, to Boston, yep, this uh, tomorrow flight out, and uh, then go from there to South Dakota for a Wednesday evening uh, talk, and then home on Thursday. Oh my goodness, I love to see the connecting flight into Brookings or to uh, Sioux Falls. Yeah. I mean, that has to be amazing. I think it's Chicago. That that place, I don't know if there's a place in the world Chicago doesn't have a flight to, but it's pretty impressive. Unbelievable. Yeah, I'd, I'd like to see that, how that uh, that travel plan is going to work out. 
Yeah, Boston to South Dakota. I don't think there's a connect. I don't think there's a connecting flight out of Minneapolis to Brookings, right. to, uh, to South Dakota. No, 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 no. <laughs> you you got to get there to sh- through Chicago. Good for you. All right. Well, looking forward to that. Yeah, sounds like you have a big, busy show. Let's get right to it this morning from the WHO TV Channel 13 Weather Desk. Meteorologist Megan Selwa, currently from the Mercy One Studio, as you heard John and uh, Father Andrew mentioned. Light snow in the morning, 24 degrees. South southeast wind at seven miles per hour. That feels like temperature is 16 degrees. So that is causing some uh, slick road conditions. Some of the roads are covered. Uh, so increase your following distance this morning. Take your time. The snow showers will be with us throughout the morning. And it could uh, return sometime this afternoon, too. But less than an inch of accumulation either way. A high of 29 degrees here in central Iowa for the day. A southwest wind switching over to the northwest at 5 to 15 miles per hour. And tonight, cloudy skies overnight low of 13 degrees. And then tomorrow on your Saturday, partly cloudy, a high of 28 degrees. Sunday, cloudy and a high of 37 degrees. Monday, uh, partly cloudy with a high of 34 degrees. Well, in the news on this Friday morning, well, online retail giant uh, Amazon is announcing plans to build its first product warehouse in the state of Iowa. The company is referring to the estimated $16 million warehouse as a fulfillment center, and it'll be built in the Des Moines suburb of Bondurant. Amazon says when the center opens late this year, it will create 1,000 full-time jobs with the company's $15 per hour minimum wage. The massive building at 645,000 square feet is already under construction. Amazon says employees will work alongside robotics to pick, pack, and ship items to customers, everything from books and toys to electronics and clothes. Well, today's sports report is brought to you by Big Red Q Quick Print. Last night, high school wrestling, Dowling Catholic defeating Roosevelt by by the score of 44 to 33 at the Roosevelt Gym last night. Women's college basketball in the Big Ten, number 20 Iowa defeated Nebraska 76-60 at Carver Hawkeye Arena in Iowa City. The Hawkeyes now improved their record to 19 and four. And tonight it's women's college basketball in the Missouri Valley Conference. Uh, Drake is home, and they take on Southern Illinois. They'll tip off at six o'clock at the Knapp Center. And number 24, Missouri State, travels to northern Iowa, and those two teams will tip off at 6.30 in Cedar Falls. Tonight, USHL Hockey, Des Moines Buccaneers on the road at Cedar Rapids, and they'll face off at 7 o'clock. And today's Dowling Catholic Sports Calendar has high school girls and boys basketball tonight right here on Iowa Catholic Radio, Urbandale at Dowling. Pre-game begins at 6 o'clock from the Dowling Gym. We'll have both games here on Iowa Catholic Radio. And between games, they'll recognize uh, the Dowling seniors, so it'll be senior night for the Maroons. On Saturday, Boys District Swimming gets underway for the Dowling Boys. They travel to Marshalltown as there will be eight teams involved with their uh, district, and it gets underway at noon at the Marshalltown Pool. Once again, from the Mercy One Studios in Des Moines, currently we have light snow in the area, 24 degrees. South-southeast wind at 7 miles per hour. That feels like temperature is 16 degrees, and those snow showers will stay with us mainly throughout the morning. Today's high, 29 degrees, with southwest wind switching to the northwest at 5 to 15 miles per hour. So allow for uh, increased uh, following distance as you're traveling this morning due to the light snow that's fallen. And this has been your Iowa Catholic Radio News, Weather, and Sports on your Friday morning. John Leonetti Show coming up. Jimmy Olson, he has your morning traffic report. I'm Mark Amadeo. Iowa Catholic Radio News and Sports. Our year-round coverage of Dowling Catholic High School sports and activities is sponsored in part by Construction Professionals, Dental Associates, Kemen, and Mercy Medical Center. Thank you for supporting Iowa Catholic Radio, 1150 AM, 88.5 FM, 94.5 FM, and streaming at iowacatholicradio.com.
traffic on Iowa Catholic Radio. No problems to pass along this morning except for the snow. So as Mark was saying, you do want to plan a little extra space between you and the car in front of you. But already running a little slow this morning. 12 minutes as you're heading in from the West Mixer into downtown. 9 minutes from the East Mixer into downtown on 235. So just a little extra time as you make your way into work this morning. Thanks to Builder Ken Construction for their support of Iowa Catholic Radio. Builder Ken has a transparent team strengthened by a group of dedicated employees who will execute your project professionally and efficiently online at bdconstruct.com. That's traffic on Iowa Catholic Radio. All right, Father, let's talk about the gospel for this week. We're going to have coming up at 715, the assistant director for marriage and family life uh, for the USCCB. This is where I always go, uh, is to the United States Conference of Catholic Bishops, friends. If you are wondering, um, they have the readings there. They have a great calendar that uh, can help with all of the readings. So if you want to prepare for Holy Mass ever, go to usccb.org. There's a lot of different apps and places you can go, but this is the place that I uh, generally go. Jesus said to his disciples, you are the salt of the earth, Father. Right. Uh, this passage, passage uh, follows immediately after the Beatitudes. Uh, so here he's given them all those Beatitudes, blessed are the meek, and so forth. Uh, that, uh, um, And then he encourages uh, the, the disciples, the people he taught, those Beatitudes, to go out and this is how you bring light to the world. This is how you season the world, uh, prevent corruption. Uh, and sin um, out of the world is by being meek, being humble, uh, and really living out those beatitudes. These aren't just some pious platitudes. Uh, we're really meant to go out and live. Mm-hmm. Hey, what is salt? So salt's a seasoning, as you said. Salt is designed to bring out flavor. That's what salt does. Um, and, and, you know, I think this is just one way to look at it. Um, you know, when he says that to his disciples and to all of those that are following his way, what we do is when 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 we come upon something, we bring it out. We we make it become what it really is. Um, you know, and and that's important. So Jesus, God's fire in the Old Testament. I'm trying to think of where I want to go with this because there's so many different avenues. When when God appears to Moses. Uh, in the Old Testament. He appears through that burning bush. But there's a, a key line there that's always stuck out to me. And the key line is that the, the bush was not consumed by the flames. So what would happen if we were to light a tree or a bush on fire? Well, it would be you know turned to ash, be completely consumed. So what is God, I think, trying to communicate to us there is God is not threatening us. God does not destroy us. When God's love comes upon us, it doesn't destroy us, but it makes us who we are. It illuminates us. God's fire allows us to shine all the more bright, burn all the more bright uh, through our lives. So this is what God's salt does, is when it you know, falls upon something, when we fall upon something, we allow it to become what it really is. That when you know God's salt comes upon us, this salt of the world, that that the flavors, you know, all of it comes out. We now become God's light to the world, and this is, you know, in, in just one of the cases. I think what He's trying to help us understand here today, you know, and, and, and this is, I, I really like this. I mean, there's some cheesy songs that have come out of it, but it's a really, I guess you would say, for me, inspiring uh, gospel. Right, and it also consider another function is it preserves. Mm-hmm. Um, this isn't it just; it's really stupid. But think about this example: is is the sodium in your TV dinner? It's a preservative for the how good that stuff is, really. Uh, but it preserves that food uh, for a long time. Uh, except this is obviously meant for eternity mm-hmm. uh, that we preserve the the 
dignity, for example, of human life, um, the the holiness, the sanctity of of God, of of everything that He's given us, uh, f- and we preserve it from the sin, from the corruption uh, of the evil one. Did you uh, grow up on TV dinners too? I think maybe we had some. Yeah, uh, we had these Michelini dinners, or Michelini, or Michelini, uh, whatever they of course, were called. The Italian households. Yes, yes. That, so they were kind of the Italian ones. So there was the pasta, the Alfredo, all the different ones. I liked the chicken Alfredo one. That was my favorite. And uh, I was a lot bigger at that time uh, in my life. I was about 300 pounds. So I'd take three or four and combine them all into one <laughs> and then put it in the microwave. And, uh, man, that thing would be boiling hot. But, yes, I, you know, I had a, a dad that would work 12-hour days as a nurse, mom that would work 12-hour days as a teacher. So if we didn't have a casserole that she made on Sunday for the entire week, then uh, we'd have those Michelini dinners. Uh, they were good. I wonder if they still make those today. I don't know. Now, now I'm hungry. All right, coming up second, uh, or excuse me, seven fifteen. Julia Dzelski is going to be on assistant director for marriage and family life and laity for the United States Conference of Catholic Bishops. National Marriage Week starts today and goes all the way through next Friday. We will have Julia next. John Leonetti in the morning, right here on Iowa Catholic Radio. Don't go anywhere. Thank you to Blessman International for underwriting the show. One of the things that I think is cool about them is they don't just go in and feed uh, these these children and these families. They go in and they start farms. I mean, you know, it, it, they operate vegetable farms, chicken farms, fish farms, and all the initiatives that go into that that provide sustainable sources, sustainable sources of food for all the children and families of Limpopo, South Africa. BlessmanInternational.org. Thank you again for underwriting the show that's blessmaninternational.org thank you blessman international for their support of iowa catholic radio everyone lives their life 24 hours a day seven days a week 365 days a year how we use that time directly affects if our life will leave a significant impact or not each year blessman international leads central iowans on a 12-day all-inclusive experience sharing the heart of christ with children in south africa teams are forming to do something significant in an african child's life learn more at blessmaninternational.org that's blessmaninternational.org looking for a family doctor vitae family cares physician greg mckernan a do has practiced for 27 years seeing patients of all ages vitae is latin for life and as a pro-life physician dr mckernan is certified in napro technology located at 50th and i-235 in west des moines vitaefamilycare.com is it time for a new roof then it could be time for you to get to know bell construction bell construction is a roofing company entering its 30th year of business they specialize in residential re-roofs like commercial jobs and have the experience to meet all of your roofing needs with personal service with bell construction the owner will come to your home or place of business in person to inspect and ensure the quality of work that you deserve they pride themselves in working with you on a personal basis and making sure you are satisfied bell construction 515-963-4494 hi this is father john ricardo and i want to thank caldwell parish funeral home and crematory for underwriting christ is the answer losing a loved one as we know is never easy and it can leave you feeling lost and even hopeless at times but caldwell parish helps ease that that burden by sincerely caring both about your loss and about your faith. Caldwell Parish Funeral Home and Crematory is Des Moines' only Catholic-owned and operated funeral home. The number is 515-276-0551 or online at caldwellparish.com. The Catholic Tuition Organization provides tuition assistance for families to send their kids to our Catholic schools and 65% Iowa tax credits for you. Give to ctoiowa.org. 
Hi, I'm Al Cresta, host of Cresta in the Afternoon. After the Second Vatican Council, Catholic laity began to take co-responsibility for the church, and the Catholic radio movement is one of the great fruits of that post-conciliar church. Catholic radio edifies, it exhorts, it encourages, it educates, it engages the culture, and on occasion, we entertain a bit. Your partners with your local Catholic radio station, support them. You can give securely online at iowacatholicradio.com, the Iowa Catholic Radio app, or call 515-223-1150. Well, we're having a difficult time getting a hold of Julia, so we'll see what we can we'll see what we can get there. In the meantime, I'll be able to give you a few resources uh, of what Julia was going to be talking about. So I'll have uh, a few things for uh, on her in a second. Uh, but I do want to say uh, I, I saw in the news that Pope Francis had met Tim Tebow. Tim Tebow's always been an inspiring figure to me. I've always really liked him. Always really liked him. Uh, more, I think just because he was never afraid to live his faith uh, and to show his Christian faith. Now, of course, he's, he's not Catholic. Um, he's a strong evangelical. He, he was always famous for kind of going down on a knee and uh, making a, saying a little prayer whenever he would get into that end zone. Uh, he was a college football player, one of the best college football players uh, in my lifetime, uh, played for the University of Florida, and went on to the NFL and had had a nice short, very short, but a nice little run there uh, with the Denver Broncos, taking them uh, to the playoffs, and uh, had a couple, I don't want to say miracle uh, plays, but they were pretty miraculous, <laughs> and uh, he ended up uh, going into the sports uh, booth, uh, casting uh, sports casting. Now uh, does a really good job with that commentary. But he uh, has a uh, foundation, and just I think one of the many foundations that he does. But he works with mentally disabled people, um, and has always done so. Uh, I think since the time he was in college, and this is something that's just been at the heart of him. He brought his team, uh, his entire team, to the Vatican there to uh, meet with Pope Francis uh, and to share with him what it is that he's doing. The the organization is called Night to Shine in Rome, and so it's expanding. And uh, and what he wants is he wants it all throughout Italy. I know it's, there's a chapter there in Rome, um, but he's got it, of course, here in the United States as well. He says our hope is that Night to Shine could grow across Italy and the entire world. World where we will celebrate and love people with special needs. Um, he uh, he was on EWTN actually the other night as well, uh, talking about Night to Shine's purpose, uh, and, and and the purpose really is to let people with special needs know that they matter. You know that that's his big thing that they have significance and and more than just us, but to God of the universe, to the God of the universe, because we believe that everybody has value. Everybody has meaning. He says, God loves every single person. They were created in joy by love and for love. And God loves them just the way they are. So when he met with Pope Francis, it was a short encounter, uh, but the Holy Father shook his hand and uh, kind of put his, uh, the Holy Father put his left hand on uh, Tim Tebow's arm. And uh, Tim Tebow said, uh, the Holy Father said, thank you for all the important work that you continue to do. Thanked him and then said, keep it up. So Tim Tebow said he has every intention of doing just that. Keep it up. Yeah, I, I just, I was wrong. Do you ever like Tim Tebow, Father? Do you ever remember hearing about him? Yeah, I think he got, uh, he probably got mixed reviews in terms of uh, whether he was showing off his faith or he was really living it. And I think he, he seemed to be genuine about it. Yeah. And uh, even though it 
may have come off as showy to some people. Um, and consider how challenging that is in our society and our culture where you're often easily mocked um, for doing something like that. Yeah, yeah, and he was he, he mocked for it. I mean, I remember that. It was... Uh, it was something that you know people got angry about, and some people were pretty vicious about it. And I, I thought, why, why do people care? Like, what, why, why does that bother people so much? If the man went down on his knee to say a little bit of a prayer, I mean, what, what, what would cause someone to take time out of their day to be able to mock this guy so viciously, like he got mocked? I mean, I just thought you gotta, you gotta have a pretty boring life if that's what you're, you're, you're taking time out to do. I mean, the guy was a great football player. You, you appreciate the, the skill and the talent that the guy had, and the guy was giving glory and honor to God. So I don't know. That was, that was always kind of fascinating to me to be able to see. But uh, yeah, there's a great picture there of him and, and the Holy Father on there. So uh, we're not going to be able to get Julia Dzelski on. She's the Assistant Director for Marriage and Family Life. Marriage Week, National Marriage Week is coming up that the United States Conference of Catholic Bishops is celebrating. Um, and the theme is called Marriage is Worth It. Um, and, and I don't think you have to know a lot further on this initiative, you can get a lot from the theme. What are the bishops, I think, really talking about? Um, you see in our culture today, a lot of people are choosing not to get married. Many people are living together uh, with with no intention to get married. You know, I mean, there's it used to be where people would live together and then with the intention uh, to, to get married. But people anymore, and I have friends that have uh, told me this, um, that they never want to get married. Um, uh, friends that I have friends that are divorced that uh, now are dating again, say they're never going to go through that again. Um, you know, I think in our culture, for some reason, marriage has gotten a really, really bad rap. Uh, we see this, especially amongst young people, marriage levels are, are uh, at an all time low right now. Um, and, and, and as Catholics, I was thinking about this the other day, you know, I got married pretty young when it comes down to it. I got married at, uh, 24. My wife was 23 and that's, that's pretty young. It is. I didn't feel like it was young back then, uh, and I know some of you are listening. Hey, that's nothing, you know. But I, listen, I that in our world today, and I didn't feel like it was anything different. And I, I, I was thinking just how fast in the last ten years things have changed. You know, I, I didn't hear people, uh, you know, kind of come back. Why do you want to do this? Now I hear people say that. Why would you want to get married? Why would you want to? Uh, it, it is seen in a lot of ways as kind of a shackling or, um, you know, now, now you are prohibited, you know, you are, um, what's the word I'm looking for? Uh, uh, constrained, you know, lack of freedom, lack of free, yeah, your freedom's taken away and you got all those, you know, you know, dog and leash and you know, all, all those little analogies that people like to throw out there. But I'll tell you, in a way it should be the, it's actually the other way. It's it's the exact other way. My experience. Free to, as you were talking earlier, to be who you are, who right. God created you to be as husband and father, me as priest. I, it is, it, commitment frees you. You know, and that is one thing that I have learned in my life. And I used to be really scared of it. You know, I used to be really scared of commitment. Um, but I, I have learned over the course of my life that, and, and, and you know, it's a young life, but I, I've learned it, is that commitment is freeing. If there's a young person listening right now, maybe you're in the car with your parents, I want you to know this, that, that commitment, when you commit, when you give something your all, it frees you. It doesn't mean it's easy. Mm-hmm. You know, it, it doesn't mean that it's going to go perfectly. It doesn't. 
you know, married life, just like anything else, can get messy. It's a, it's a struggle. It's a difficulty. Uh, you know, but but it has freed me. It has uh, allowed me to become in in a really beautiful way more of who I am, and it's allowed me to now have a, a purpose uh, that I I never really had before, um, and that is to get my wife and my kids to heaven. And the great thing about our Catholic faith is we have matrimony as a sacrament, and we have holy orders as a sacrament. And for, for me, I've experienced this this complementarity of vocations uh, so that, yeah, when I am challenged as a priest, sometimes it's helpful for me to be hanging out with married couples and, mm-hmm. and families uh, to be reaffirmed in my vocation and hopefully to reaffirm them and theirs. Yeah. I I was talking to a friend the other day I hadn't seen for a long time, and um, he's been, uh, well, he's, he's not married, uh, no kids, and, and um, been working these in-between jobs right now. He just came back from an, another state. Uh, so he's looking for for another job, and he's just kind of he's just kind of wandering. You know, he's he's in the middle of everything. He, he doesn't know what he wants to do. He's you know not married, not uh, dating anything. Doesn't know if he wants to or not. And I just thought to myself, boy, I'm not jealous of that. You know, I mean that that kind of sitting on the fence sort of thing. Um, and uh, you know, I, I don't know. I, I just I, I feel like any more friends. It, it is so important for us to uh, to. You know, especially, as you said, find our vocation and to do everything we can to be able to live. And it, it, listen, it doesn't mean that it's going to happen young. Sometimes God's got a different plan for us. Um, but at the end of the day, you know, that, that is where our Lord is calling us. And, and it, the uh, USCCB, United States Conference of Catholic Bishops, is really trying to aid people in that. They've got many different resources at uh, foryourmarriage.org. Again, foryourmarriage.org is where you can go, and um, they got little booklets there. Uh, they've got episodes, so videos there if you're uh, uh, to be able to strengthen your marriage. There's also a new podcast that the USCCB has out called Made for Love uh, Podcast. So that is uh, that is it, foryourmarriage.org. All right, uh, coming up, second half hour, Gary Zimak going to be on Let Go with Give Up Worry for Lent. We're going to talk about his groundbreaking book last year that came out already, just soared to the top of Amazon's bestsellers uh, in Christian, Catholic, all of it. Uh, Gary Zimak coming up at about 7.45 today. Don't go anywhere. John Lee and Eddie in the morning right here on this Friday. And a big thanks to Bell Construction for underwriting the show. Dean Bell, personally coming to your home to give you the bid. Yeah, Dean does it. He doesn't send other people to go do it. He does it. With his clients, he chooses a date that works. Then that residential re-roof is put up. When the job is done, Dean, Dean, the owner, is there to personally inspect it, to make sure that everything is done to the highest quality. Roofing for 30 years. RoofingAnkeny.com, serving all of central Iowa, 963-4494. Residential re-roofs, 963-4494. Father Andrew now, today's Gospel and Reflection. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to Mark. King Herod heard about Jesus, for his fame had become widespread, and people were saying, John the Baptist had been raised from the dead. That is why mighty powers are at work in him. Others were saying, He is Elijah. Still others, He is a prophet like any of the prophets. But when Herod learned of it, he said, It is John whom I beheaded. He has been raised up. Herod was the one who had John arrested and bound in prison on account of Herodias, the wife of his brother Philip, whom he had married. John had said to Herod, It is not lawful for you to have your brother's wife. Herodias harbored a grudge against him, 
and wanted to kill him but was unable to do so. Herod feared John, knowing him to be a righteous and holy man, and kept him in custody. When he heard him speak, he was very much perplexed, yet he liked to listen to him. Herodias had an opportunity one day when Herod, on his birthday, gave a banquet for his courtiers, his military officers, and the leading men of Galilee. His own daughter came in and performed a dance that delighted Herod and his guests. The king said to the girl, Ask of me whatever you wish, and I will grant it to you. He even swore many things to her. I will grant you whatever you ask of me, even to half of my kingdom. She went out and said to her mother, What shall I ask for? Her mother replied, The head of John the Baptist. The girl hurried back to the king's presence and made her request, I want you to give me at once on a platter the head of John the Baptist. The king was deeply distressed, but because of his oaths and the guests, he did not wish to break his word to her. So he promptly dispatched an executioner with orders to bring back his head. He went off and beheaded him in the prison. He brought in the head on a platter and gave it to the girl. The girl in turn gave it to her mother. When his disciples heard about it, they came and took his body and laid it in a tomb. The Gospel of the Lord John the Baptist offended Herodias not because it was his intention, but because what he told Harold was the truth, which she didn't like. His situation is one that isn't foreign to Christians. The secular world respects what it perceives to be the philosophy and morality of Christianity, but then it despises those who practice the true and orthodox faith. Even though we most likely won't suffer the same way John the Baptist did, are we still convicted to live out this faith, even if it means we're to be persecuted and suffer for it in some other way? Support for Iowa Catholic Radio is provided by Golden Rule Plumbing, Heating, and Cooling. At Golden Rule, you already know we obey the rules to live by. That's why we provide state-of-the-art training for all of our employees. From customer service to routine maintenance and new equipment, you can always count on Golden Rule. And by taking care of our family, we can take better care of yours. I'm Bobby from Golden Rule, where we deliver respect, understanding, loyalty, expertise, and service every time you call. We have a standard and we prove it online at goldenrulephc.com. Thank you to Bozen the Florist for their support of Iowa Catholic Radio, Dowling Catholic Football, and Catholic Connection with Teresa Tamio. What better way to send a message to a friend or a loved one than a beautiful bouquet of fresh-cut flowers? Hey, this is Tom Bozen from Bozen the Florist. Our family business has been helping Central Iowans send messages locally and around the world for almost 100 years. Whatever the occasion, whatever the message, we can help you say more with Bozen. That's 244-ROSE, 244-7673, or visit us at bozen.com. Your saint quote of the day comes from St. John Chrysostom. Priests have received a power which God has given neither to angels nor to archangels. Did God not give them all the powers of heaven? What greater power is there than this? The Father has given all judgment to the Son. And now I see the Son placing all this power in the hands of priests. They are raised to this dignity as if they were already gathered up to heaven. St. John Chrysostom. No pressure, Father. That's a good one. Of course, none taken. (laughs) (laughs) Wish I could say that. I like that. I like that. St. John Chrysostom. Um, Okay. Let's see. We've got uh, Gary Zimak coming up, 745. We're going to talk about his book, Give Up Worry for Lent. 
uh, that really just zoomed all the way to the top of uh, of the charts on Amazon and just in the Catholic world as well as the Christian world. Gary will be coming up to talk about it as we approach Lent. Deacon Tony, let's offer our day to Almighty God. God, our Father, we offer you our day. We offer you all our thoughts, words, joys, and sufferings in union with the heart of Jesus. Holy Spirit, be our guide and strength today so that we may witness to your love. Mary, Mother of Jesus in the Church, pray for us. Amen. Amen. Let's go to Mark Amadeo, News and Sports. News and Sports with Mark Amadeo. Hello, sir. Well, good morning once again, John. Hello, Father Andrew. Happy Friday to you both. Mm -hmm. You as well. Any big plans for the weekend? No, not really. Um, kind of, it's been a busy week with yeah. uh, basketball tonight. It'll be senior night for the Dowling teams tonight they, as they host Urbandale. But uh, I've been a busy week. My daughter's got cheerleading tomorrow at uh, St. Francis. She's cheering on one of the uh, boys' teams from Holy Trinity, so I'll be involved with that. And pretty quiet weekend. We need one. You do the play-by-play when you're there in the stands anyway? <laughs> as a spectator? Yeah. I don't know what that's like, John. I, I, I just, <laughs> I can sure just, I don't know if that ever leaves you. Well. Man. I don't know if that ever leaves you. Just any game you see, I can just, no. I can see you turning on the Lakers and just doing the play-by-play, turning the sound off. <laughs> I don't know. That, that's how I imagine Mark Amadeo. No, constant play-by-play. <laughs> Does it come up? Yeah, I, I, I do it during mass sometimes with that uh, one priest up there at Ankeny. I'll, I'll sometimes, uh, <laughs> you know, say a follow-up to myself. Do the, pre- do the play-by-play. Or, yeah. If we're, it depends if we're kneeling or not. Father, you know what I'm talking about? Do you, does he give you equal time after the homily? <laughs> of course not. Yeah, right. Matter of fact, right. our, our, I've been in the brunt of so many homilies uh, that he's given that I hear about it all the time. And yep. the folks from Ankeny are now just telling me, and I said, you know, I can't do anything about what he says. Well, and, uh, it's just that's, normal. That's just how it works. They know you, and they've they, never even yeah, met you. They yeah. know more about you than yeah. That's correct. That's correct. This is your brother? I yeah. said, yeah, I'm the good-looking one. Remember, I'm the good-looking one. And, uh, there you go. That goes a long way, too. Yeah. So, no, it's all good. How about you? Now, John, you're heading out to the East Coast, so you'll be out there how many days? I'll uh, be out there until Wednesday, and then I fly out uh, so from Boston to uh, South Dakota. Then I'll do an evening uh, talk then, and okay. then uh, back home. Back home on Thursday. Well, good. Best... Best of luck. You'll be in our prayers, as will your family. And, uh, you know, take in Boston during the winter. That is, I've never been out there during the winter. I've been out there during the summer, but not the winter. That's, that's a different, a whole different environment. It's just great. Yeah, I'm going to walk around the city a little bit. I, I love that city. Yeah, it's beautiful. Beautiful. All right. Well, you guys both have a great weekend. And hopefully, uh, Father Andy, you travel back to Elkhart uh, safely. It looks like the snow is uh, picking up here, at least in Irvindale. So hopefully this will just be like a little snowburst and be over with here later on this morning. That's what I'm hoping. That's all. Yep. All right. Well, right now from the WHO-TV Channel 13 weather desk, meteorologist Megan Selwalk. Currently in the morning, we have light snow, 24 degrees at the Mercy One Studio. South-southeast wind at 7 miles per hour. That feels like temperature is 16 degrees. And... Right now we have snow showers, and that will continue throughout the morning, they're saying right now. Less than an inch of accumulation and a high of 29 degrees here in central Iowa today. The winds will start out of the southwest and switch to the northwest at 5 to 15 miles per hour. So if you're traveling out there, slick road conditions are possible and increase your following distance. Tonight partly cl- tonight mostly cloudy, excuse me, overnight low of 13 degrees, and tomorrow partly cloudy and dry high of 28 degrees for your Saturday. Sunday much warmer, but it'll be cloudy, high of 37 degrees, and on Monday partly cloudy with a high of 34 degrees. Well, in the news on this uh, Friday morning, 
Online retail giant Amazon is announcing plans to build its first product warehouse here in the state of Iowa. The company is referring to the estimated $16 million warehouse as a fulfillment center, and it will be built in the Des Moines suburb of Bondurant. Amazon says when the center opens late this year, it will create 1,000 full-time jobs with the company's $15 per hour minimum wage. The massive building at 645,000 square feet is already under construction. Amazon says employees will work alongside robotics to pick, pack, and ship items to customers, everything from books to toys to electronics and clothes. Well, today's sports report is brought to you by Big Red Q Quick Print. Last night, high school wrestling, and it was Dowling Wrestlers defeating Roosevelt by the score. 44-33 at the Roosevelt Gym. Last night in women's college basketball in the Big Ten, the number 20 Iowa Hawkeyes improved their record to 19-4 as the Hawkeyes defeated Nebraska 76-60 at uh, Carver Hawkeye Arena in Iowa City. Tonight, women's college basketball in the Missouri Valley Conference. Both Drake and Northern Iowa will be home tonight. Drake will be home and they'll take on Southern Illinois. They'll tip off at 6 o'clock at the Knapp Center in Des Moines, while number 24 Missouri State visits UNI and they'll tip off at 6.30 in Cedar Falls. Tonight, USHL Hockey, Des Moines Buccaneers on the road at Cedar Rapids. No face-off at 7 o'clock. And to today's Dowling Catholic Sports Calendar, it's high school girls and, bas- girls and boys basketball tonight right here on Iowa Catholic Radio, as we mentioned earlier. Urbandale is at Dowling. Our pregame show gets underway at 6 o'clock. It'll be Dowling Senior Night, and those seniors will be recognized between the girls and boys games. So join us for both here on Iowa Catholic Radio tonight. And then on Saturday, boys district swimming gets underway. The Dowling swim team will travel to Marshalltown for an eight-team district there. And everything gets underway at noon at the Marshalltown Pool. Once again, from the Mercy One Studio in Des Moines, we have light snow, 24 degrees, a south-southeast wind at 7 miles per hour. That feels like temperature down to 16 degrees. We do have slick road conditions here in central Iowa, so give yourself plenty of time and plenty of space between uh, cars as we'll have snow showers throughout the morning here in central Iowa. Cloudy skies, less than an inch of accumulation of snow, a high of 29 degrees. And this has been your Iowa Catholic Radio News, Weather, and Sports. On your Friday morning, John Leonetti Show. Coming up, Jimmy Olson. He has your morning traffic report. I'm Mark Amadeo. Iowa Catholic Radio News and Sports. Our year-round coverage of Dowling Catholic High School sports and activities is sponsored in part by Ashworth Vision Clinic and the Catholic Tuition Organization. Thank you for supporting Iowa Catholic Radio. 1150 AM, 88.5 FM, 94.5 FM and streaming at iowacatholicradio.com Traffic on Iowa Catholic Radio. Things are really starting to slow down now. We've got an accident, I-35 westbound at 2nd Avenue. That has traffic backed up to the east mixer, so uh, expect delays through there. Also another accident. Fleur Drive at Bell, uh, headed southbound on Fleur. Again, lots of slow traffic running this morning with the uh, snow falling, so expect extra time. 21 minutes right now as you're making the drive in from the west mixer to downtown, 235. 19 minutes from the east mixer into downtown, so just expect extra your time and take it easy as you are making your way into work this morning. Thanks to Builder Ken Construction for their support of Iowa Catholic Radio. Builder Ken has a transparent strength team strengthened by a group of dedicated employees who will execute your project professionally and efficiently. Learn more at bdconstruct.com. It's traffic on Iowa Catholic Radio. Thank you, Jimmy. Uh, friends, I want to uh, invite you to the Iowa Catholic Men's Conference that's taking place February 22nd. If you don't have your ticket yet, get it. I think we've already surpassed, already in ticket sales, surpassed the entire total number of men that came last year. Uh, head football coach for the Iowa State Cyclones, Matt Campbell, going to be speaking. 
Oh, yes, indeed. And uh, Joe Stopulus is going to as well. Now, those of you that already have your tickets, I want to tell you, I want you to get there early. All right. Though we start at nine, there's going to be a lot happening in that area. They've got the wrestling tournaments and all of that. So you need to get there early to find parking. Uh, we're going to send out a map for parking as well to make sure that everyone has what they need. Uh, go to iowacatholicmensconference.com. It's just 20 bucks. That's it. And uh, you can have your ticket there. We'd love to have you. Registration begins at 8, optional mass at 7.30 with Bishop Johnson. We'd love to have you there as well. Let's go to your Saint of the Day. This is your Saint of the Day on Iowa Catholic Radio. Well, today's Saint did not seek the limelight, but in doing God's work, she attracted a lot of attention. Saint Colette today chose a life in a convent in France in the mid-1300s. She initially chose the life of a hermit following the third order rule and having herself walled into a small room with only a window looking into a church. She lived in this small space praying and fasting for four years. Eventually, Colette felt called to leave the cell and devote her energies to leading other faithful women. She joined the Poor Clares, known for their extreme poverty, and she quickly became an overseer of 17 different convents. There, she worked to return her sisters to the primitive rule of St. Clair. This effort at reform was a beacon to the whole church in a time of distress and called on all the faithful to more closely follow the ways of Jesus. We ask today, St. Colette, to pray for us. Amen. And a big thank you to Stephen C. Reed, attorney at law, for underwriting our saint of the day, a deacon right here in Des Moines. Experienced in wills and estate planning makes it easy on you because he does the work for you. 515-224-1776. That's 515-224-1776. Gary Zimak. We're going to talk about Give Up Worry for Lent, his best-selling book. As Lent comes upon us, maybe, maybe your guide this Lent as well. Don't go anywhere. John Lee in the morning right here on Iowa Catholic Radio. I want to thank the Pew family at Five Sons Naturescapes, Landscape and Design for underwriting the show. Passionate, passionate about making the outside of a home beautiful, manageable for many years to come. It's officially tree and shrub pruning season. It means that between Thanksgiving and St. Valentine's Day, we're getting to the end of it now. It's time to prune small trees and shrubs. Shaping small trees now prevents large corrective pruning later, which can get very expensive. 493-1060, fivesonsnaturescapes.com. That is fivesonsnaturescapes.com. Your diocesan minute is right now. This is your news for the Diocese of Des Moines for Friday, February 7th. I'm Kelly Mesher-Collins. Emmaus House is offering a morning retreat tomorrow about nurturing interior silence. The morning retreat will explore where the resistance for silence comes from, obstacles to silence, and how silence is essential for spiritual growth. To learn more and register, visit theemmaushouse.org. That's theemmaushouse.org. Tune in to Making It Personal with Bishop Johnson this morning at 9 a.m. Bishop will be talking about World Day of the Sick on February 11th, started by Pope John Paul II. This day coincides with commemorating Our Lady of Lourdes. Bishop Johnson will be visiting with Sister Rini Senefi and Sister Shiji Little of the Little Missionaries of the Sacred Heart, currently serving at Bishop Drum Care Center in Johnston. That's this morning at 9 a.m. right here on Iowa Catholic Radio. And speaking of Bishop Johnson, he wants to hear from you. Tell him how you've experienced God working in your life, and he may talk about it on an upcoming radio show. Just text your thoughts to 515-223-1150 using the hashtag Bishop. That's 515-223-1150. That's your news for the Diocese of Des Moines. I'm Kelly Mesher-Collins. 
Support for programming of Catholic Women Now partially provided by Farm Bureau agent Cindy Schulte. Cindy Schulte on the web at cindyschulte.com, 515-226-2111. Cindy and her team know health insurance. Need an experienced attorney for legal matters? I know a guy. Stephen C. Reed, attorney at law, is a proud supporter of Iowa Catholic Radio. Steve is a longtime resident of Iowa and is licensed to practice in all Iowa state and federal courts. He has years of experience in real estate law, wills, conservatorships, trusts, and estate planning. Steve's law office phone number is 515-224-1776. That's 515-224-1776. Thank you for your support of Iowa Catholic Radio. Hi, this is Belle Chase. Would you consider a $30 a month donation? Your support keeps Iowa Catholic Radio on the air, connecting people with Christ. The Spring Carathon starts Monday, February 17th. Your full range of residential plumbing services in Des Moines, Golden Rule Plumbing, Heating, and Cooling. Household plumbing is vital for everyday convenience and comfort. Trusted plumbers with the experience necessary to ensure an excellent job each and every time. GoldenRulePHC.com. Thank you again for underwriting the show. That's goldenrulephc.com. Gary Zimak back on the show, author, speaker. What's going on, my friend? Hey, John. How are you, brother? Good to have you back on. Is it one year or two years since uh, Give Up Worry for Lent? It, this, is the, this is the second year. Of okay. it. So it came out last year. Yeah. Is okay. this your best-selling book of all time? Yeah, You know, it's not, but only because it's only been out for one year. But it, <laughs> if it continues at this rate, it is going to outperform all of my other books. Do you so know how many total books you've sold in this? I think last year it was 7,000. Wow. Um, and, and this year, you know, just to share with you again, so, so many people are into this book. And again, I, I don't take any credit for this. This is all the Lord's doing. Yesterday, it reached number one on Amazon's adult Christian ministry category. Oh and that's not just Catholic. That's all of Christian books. Yeah, I have so a feeling that this time of year, every year for the next 10 years, it's going to hit number one in the adult Christian ministry category. Wow. Because so praise I, God for that. I mean, you see the need. Right. I yeah, mean, I do. have you ever seen such a need, especially in our world today? There's so much oh. anxiety and worry and, and people that are struggling. So many people. This is affecting children. It's affecting uh, teenagers. It's affecting adults. I mean, there's there's no yeah. age. It, it, it's just it seems to be affecting so many people today. And you decided to write a book. You weren't even going to write a book on this. Right. I mean, what was the story behind not. that? No, I, you know, John. At the time, uh, at the time this book was written, I was working at a parish. I thought, all right, full time ministry just it wasn't working for me. So I went to work at a parish, and all of a sudden, the Holy Spirit just put this book on my heart. I wrote it, and one thing led to another. I ended up getting back into full time ministry, partially because of the success of this book, hmm. and um, I, and it just took off. It was sold out last year. The publisher had zero copies of the yeah. book. They were ecstatic and upset at the same time. Yeah. So this year, this year they're ready. I mean, the book is in stock, but again, it is selling like hotcakes once again. Well, I'm working on a, a new book right now called "Give Up Worry for Advent." Um, so if if uh, we can, you know, if I can sell seven thousand books in a year, then I think I'll, I'll have to do that. I'm joking. Gary. There you go. Um, no, but right. hey, yeah. <laughs> but, but you know, John, you know, you know, hey man, if you want to do it, I'd be glad to help you. <laughs> But, no, you know, in all seriousness, the, the, the thing about Lent is Lent's got a starting point, it's got an end point, 
and people are looking to give something up, and people are so stressed that this is the perfect combination. Yeah. And people look at it and say, all right, I can do this. Let's let's begin. We, we'll do it, beginning on Ash Wednesday. Now, the disclaimer here, as always, when you come on, is that you know professional help, seek it if you are really struggling, you're going through difficulty, good counselor. Yes. Uh, sometimes yes. medication can be excellent yes. as well. We are not talking about just praying away. Uh, people that you know are really going through some mental health issues, but the spiritual Correct. component to it is a must. It's necessary. It is. It has a seat at the table, and I think the most important seat at the table because we're talking about our God uh, here, and and yeah. you know this is something that we can start doing. You know, maybe even this just popped into my mind as we're talking about counseling. Maybe something you can do if you're really struggling with this is to get a counselor uh, during Lent. Right. Maybe that can be your Lenten right. uh, thing. Go ahead. Right, exactly, absolutely, and I'm so glad you bring up that point, because many of the people who read my books, they are, they are going to counseling. Some of them are taking medication. Praise God for that. Let the yeah. Lord heal in, in many different ways. But the thing, John, what we want to be careful about, and this is the importance of what I do, is that when I come to people and say, I'm going to help you to not worry, this is not just mind over matter that I'm presenting. I'm presenting the gospel, because that's the important. We want to make sure that we keep Christ at the center of our lives, whether we're a warrior or not. And, John, if I could, just I just want to add one quick thing about the book, sure. if I could. This year, I'm doing things a little bit differently. I'm making it even easier for people who read the book. I created a Give Up Worry for Lent Facebook page. Nice. So I invite anybody listening to like the page. And what I plan to do, the book is a daily devotional. It's got a Bible verse and a little meditation and a prayer each day, beginning on Ash Wednesday. I'm going to supplement that. And I'm going to be interacting with people who are reading the book, and we're going to walk through Lent together trying to give up worry. So give up worry for Lent Facebook page. All you have to do is like it, and then you'll see all of the posts. This is one of the ways social media can really aid us. Um, it, it, oh, yeah. Because, you know, here's the, here's the thing about worry and anxiety, and I've experienced this as well in my own life, is that it isolates you. Or you want to oh, yeah. isolate yourself in this. Right. And that's right. dangerous. And, and, right. and that's never that's never uh, a healthy decision uh, when you're going through you know anxiety or stress or any of that it, that that we need community we need people and and so a Facebook page like this can really plug you in. What do you, what do you plan to do there? I plan to just put a, a just a supplement to each verse. I put some vid- I already put some videos on there. Put some explanations about the book because John, honestly, to give you an idea, the very first verse on Ash Wednesday. Is come to me, all you who labor and are heavy laden, and I will give you rest. Mm. Matthew eleven twenty eight. Right? Somebody's going to look at that and say, "Wait a minute! I'm coming to the Lord. I go to mass every day. I pray. I read my Bible, and I am freaking out about my problems." Now, I invite people to come back at me and say, "Come on, Gary, what's the deal with that?" You know, and I want to interact with people, and we're going to help each other through things like that. Because honestly, John, Jesus did say, "Do not worry." He said it. How many times do we go to him and say, are you kidding me? Mm-hmm. Right? Because it's challenging. We need to really ask those questions. And I want to be able, because you know my story. I've been at this for a long time. I've yeah. been anxious from when I was young. I get it. So I want people to challenge me on some of these things, and I'm going to talk them through these things. I always tell people, email me, let me know, contact me through social media. And I get calls, I get emails, I get responses to my radio interviews all the time. Mm-hmm. It, it, I, I want to help people. This is not just me writing books and speaking on the radio. I really respond to emails. What's really worked for you, messages. personally? 
What really works for me is to, to stay connected to the Lord every day. And the way I do that is I wake up in the morning, got a series of spiritual readings that I go through, I read my Bible, and I go to daily Mass and confession on a regular basis. And that's, that's what works for me, John. I really walk with the Lord, and I'm honest with Him. If I don't trust Him, I tell Him I don't trust Him. Hmm. And He responds. You know, I spend time in adoration. I, I'm very connected to Jesus, and that's the way that it works for me. doesn't mean I don't ever slip, because I do, because I'm an anxious person by nature. But now I know, oh, starting to worry, wait a minute, let me open my Bible and read about the G- Jesus performing miracles. And all of a sudden, I start to feel peaceful. What would I find just interesting about that, Gary, is it's really nothing special. You're just plugging into the yeah. life of the Church. Exactly. You're doing what the exactly. Church says to do. You're going to Mass regularly, exactly. you're going to confession regularly, you're reading sacred exactly. scripture regularly, and other readings regularly. I mean, it, it, exactly. look, you know, it, there's there's no kind of magic formula. No. Uh, it, it, the Church is life. The Church process here is designed to be able to help us trust in God more than we trust uh, in ourselves. It's, it's uh, designed to be able to help us get over ourselves and onto the right. life that God is calling us to live. And, and this is away uh, and again what the lord calls us to and I, I don't know you know sometimes we think it's going to be some special program or something but it's just plugging into the life of the church yes no matter how you feel and that's the important thing there are days i wake up and i'm discouraged and things look hopeless to me they really do john you you get it you know what it's like sometimes you're out there I'm italian right <laughs> yeah, i mean it comes with the territory man absolutely it's it looks things look impossible i don't feel hopeful what do I do? I, I begin that process of self-talk, if you want to call it that. All right, wait a minute. Hopeless? No. With God, all things are possible. Let me, re- let me open my Bible. Let me look at what the Lord did. Let me look at what he's done in my life. Wait a minute. Starting to feel better now. Oh, I'm going to go to Mass. Hey, Jesus, I just received you. You know, that kind of thing. And that's what I do. And I have a series of steps. That, but you're right. It's not rocket science. It's simple. But I think if I could... If I could emphasize one point during this interview, anybody listening, when Jesus says, do not worry, he would not say that if it was not possible. Hmm. It might not be possible to remove the fear from your life. You still might have fear. But yeah, you can let that fear lead you into prayer or to reading scripture or to receiving communion. Don't let that fear lead to worry. Yeah. It is possible to overcome it. Listen, it's all about faith. It's all about trust. And that's essentially what it faith is. is, is putting all of our trust in God. It's what I struggle with the most. I say it in every single one of my talks, uh, putting all my trust in the Lord. Because it's easy, um, you know, to, to I, at least for me, I, I put them you know, right beside me uh, in, in the passenger seat, but I'm driving the car. You know, yep. and and yep. I kept them in the trunk for a long time too. So it's a good thing that I got them in the in the passenger seat now. But th- listen, the, the the nature of the game here, all of it, it comes down to trust and uh, plugging into exactly. the life of the church, reading good books, including "Give Up Worry for Lent," can help begin and aid you in that process. Give up worry for Lent. What's your website, Gary? Followingthetruth.com. Followingthetruth.com. You can find it there. Otherwise, go to Divine Treasures. If they don't have it, they will order it for you. Gary Zimak, everyone. Gary, always an honor, my friend. Thank you so much, John. You're doing great work. Thanks. Keep it up, brother. You as well. Gary Zimak, yeah. everyone. Thank Give you. up worry for Lent. Get that book, friends. You will not regret it. Or get it for someone you know or love, too. That could be a great gift this Lent. you got a, you got a couple weeks to do it, right? we a couple weeks away still? Uh, we're, yeah. we're, we're approaching it's it. Two or three more weeks. Yeah, we're approaching it.
All right, that puts the show in the books. Thanks to Deacon Tony back there. Father Andrew, would you give us your blessing? Certainly. The Lord bless you and keep you. The Lord make his face to shine upon you and be gracious to you. And the Lord lift up his countenance upon you and give you peace. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Puts this show this week in the books. I'll be coming to you live just outside of Boston next week. Friends, be confident in Christ's mercy and his love today. Born in weary land where many a dream has died. Like a tree planted by the water, we never will run dry. So, living water flowing through, God, we thirst for more of you. Fill our hearts and flood our souls with one desire. Just to know you and to make you known We lift your name on high Shine like the sun, make darkness run and hide We know we were made for so much more Construction, Five Sons Naturescapes, and Blessman International.